What's up, Bulls Nation? You found yourselves locked on Bulls. I'm Matt. That's Big Dave. Up ahead on today's episode, lots to get to. First, more bad news for the Bulls and their depleted <laughs> roster. Io DeSumo in concussion protocols. Then we'll talk about two big trades that went down in the NBA on Tuesday as we get closer to that trade deadline and how they may affect the Bulls. And then we'll wrap things up with a quick look at some NBA power rankings fresh this week. That's all next on a fresh Locked On Bulls. Let's go. You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here are your hosts, Matt Peck and Big Dave Watson. What's up and welcome in to Locked On Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Matt Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. Follow my co-host, Big Dave Watson, at BOW, B-A-W-L Sports. Follow us at Locked On Bulls. Hit us up on that text to voicemail line, 331-979-1369. Today's episode brought to you by Prize Picks. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com and use promo code NBA or go to your app store and download the app today. Prize Picks, it's daily fantasy made easy. All right, Big Dave, uh, sh- should we get the bad part out of the way? Should we talk about IO first? Because I, I swear to God, man, I am I am falling apart at the seams. This is the last thing I needed, Dave. Also, yeah, hi, how are you? It. Yeah, I'm doing I'm doing great, to the contrary. <laughs> I'm doing pretty awesome. Everything's pretty awesome, man. But falling yeah, apart, let's get to it. Man. Let's get to it, man. Let's get to it. Come on with so, it. Uh, this news came to us on Tuesday amidst all of the other trade frenzy going on, which we'll get to in a minute. But mm-hmm. the Bulls news Tuesday was Io DeSumo has entered the league's concussion protocols and has been ruled out for their Wednesday game against LaMelo and the Hornets. Yeah. Now, hopefully, Io will be in and out of the league's concussion protocols in a matter of a few days. The interesting mm-hmm. thing here, Dave, is that from what we can tell, because he suffered no noticeable injuries or collisions in the game against the Suns on Monday. This mm-hmm. happened in their Sunday game against right. the Sixers. And there right. were two instances where it looked like Io was shaken up. The first of which was the aftermath of his mega awesome dunk on Andre Drummond, where That's he kind right. of fell into the stanchion and was down on the court for a while, gathering himself and looked to be shaken up. And then after that, Ya boy, Maddie Legend, <laughs> knocked heads with Io DeSumo diving on the floor for a loose ball. So one yeah. or both of those things have Io now in concussion protocols. So you wonder, how did he play 30-whatever minutes the next day against the Suns? Maybe this is one of those delayed effect concussions sometimes where that yeah. headache doesn't you know come on until a, a, a day or two after the incident happens. It feels like that's what it is, right? Because, um, like you said, there was no nothing we saw in that game uh, against Phoenix other than when he had to touch Earth when Chris Paul hit him with that crossover. That's the only one time we saw him like near the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of that, Matt, like yeah, everything you said, that was my first thought was when Matt Thomas uh, gave him the the Royal Rumble knee to the head and almost took out uh, Embiid at the same time. Like <laughs> he tried to do double duty on that one and that that's what was my first thought of it but i think if you look at io's stats from that phoenix game 
and how he played and how he kind of just wasn't in the game. I believe he yeah. had two points, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. like two points and no assist. You know what I mean? Like it's in 32 minutes. Like, right. You know, like he just had two points and no assist. And he was just wasn't engaged. And he just really wasn't out there. He was out there, but he wasn't out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe he started feeling some of those effects then. You know what I'm saying? When the game was happening, it kind of showcased. And they were like, all right, man, you need to sit down. Because, you know, he's he's from here. So, you know, when you get hit on the playground, you get up and you keep playing. No, you know, no blood, no foul. It's really the rule. And as long as you get up and keep playing, you shake everything else off. You know what I'm saying? And, and you keep it moving and you finish the game. That could be the mentality, but uh, I think it affected him in that Phoenix game to the point where they said, you know what? Have a seat. Just just come sit down. Yeah, I, I mean, I get... <laughs> I'm trying to not be mad at Matt Thomas about this. And like Come I said, on, it could it could, it could it could partly be because of his fall after that dunk. Like it could have been that yeah. that, that started this whole discussion. And and you're right. Io did not have a great game against the Suns. He did not look fully engaged in that game. And it could be that he was playing with a bad headache. And then after the fact, woke up you know, on Tuesday morning with still a bad headache. And then the Bulls said, yeah. okay, let's get this looked at. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, now, unfortunately, the, the question is, what do the Bulls do? You know, they're already shorthanded as it is. Io, to his credit, has had far more positive impact than negative impact, taking on a much larger role than the role in which he started this season and has been a prominent player in the Bulls starting lineup for the last, what, like almost 20 games now? That's yeah. what it seems like. And fortunately, the Bulls got Kobe White back from his groin injury absence from a few games, and he looked okay coming off the bench against Phoenix. Mm-hmm. So now you assume that that Kobe maybe takes a spot in that starting lineup. But, I mean, goodness gracious, where, <sighs> That's just he, – he's been averaging 36, 37 minutes a game, Dave. That's a lot, man. That's which, a lot. again, that means you hope that this is a one-game absence just yeah. against Charlotte, and he is out of those concussion protocols by the time that, oh, yeah, guess what? You got another back-to-back Friday, Saturday. Jesus! <laughs> they, I swear general, to God, if we have to see more than 35 Matt Thomas minutes, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> I think you might. Um, in the NBA, as far as their protocols with concussion concussions, it's different, you know, than the NFL. I think they stay out a little bit longer uh, in the NBA than they do the NFL. Uh, NFL, you know, you go into a tent and they're like, "All right, you good? Get back out there." You know what I'm saying? The NBA, they take a little. You take a little more time when you're in a concussion protocol. So, in my head. He'll be out for the rest of this week. That's just in my head. That's that's how I think, that he'll be out for the rest of this week. And he'll be back next week. That's just my my opinion. It's, it's just an opinion, Matt. doesn't mean I'm right. It's just an opinion, man. I could be completely oh, of wrong. Course, of <laughs> course you're right, because that's how this season goes for the Bulls. <laughs> oh, is this guy playing well? Better get him injured. It could be, man. Like, I, I just think it might be that. I really do. And with it being – um. After this game, they have another back-to-back uh, coming up. I I think he might just be out for the rest of the week. I'm hoping it's not. I'm hoping he's back, you know what I'm saying, by the sec- at least the second game of that back-to-back. 
and back in the game. And I think it does bode well uh, that he actually played 32 minutes in a nice long length after that game. He came back the next game and played. Uh, but in the NBA, again, like I said, concussion and their protocols and how they do things are much, much different than the NFL. And they take a little bit more time uh, in the NBA do, than they do the NFL. You know, the, the really unfortunate part about this, uh, which we mentioned yesterday's episode, is that this next stretch of games the Bulls have between now and that All-Star break mm-hmm. is a stretch of very winnable games very that, winnable. They yeah. are, that are vital for the Bulls yeah. to win to keep pace in this very competitive Eastern Conference standings right now True. because then after the All-Star break, the schedule gets really, really challenging so now these stretch of winnable games pre all-star break suddenly become less winnable without Io Desumu who mm-hmm. has been playing between 35 and 40 minutes a night and doing it really really well yes and I think what you what all you can do now is you have to lean on Kobe White and that's really what you can do now here's my question Matt do you still stick with the Kobe White that's come that we like uh, coming off the bench, uh, being that six man, coming in, being that shooter, he he looked, he did a good job of that against Phoenix. Um, or do you go with, you know, Matt Thomas in your oh. starting lineup oh. for that reason? Or do you put Kobe White back in the starting lineup, uh, and then you bring Matt Thomas off the bench? Because Matt, no matter how you slice it, Matty Legend's getting in the game. Like, however you want to see it, it's going to happen. So, if you want to hear the announcer. Say, you know, from wherever college he's from and bring him out. Then, or you just want to hear the announcer call him and say he's the first man off the bench. I'm seriously holding back a gag reflex right now when you're talking about <laughs> Matt Thomas starting. Hey, however oh. it happens, man, he's in there. Like that's he's Pregu, oh. man. It's in it's Ragu. I'm sorry, he's in there, man. He's in there. He's in there, man. He's, oh he's going to play and he's going to play significant minutes. And that's going to happen. Is that a good thing? Not for me. In my head, I don't want him to play 30 minutes. And you know, I love me some Maddie Legend, but I don't want to see 30 minutes of it. Uh, I like to see some spot minutes of it, maybe hit a couple threes and then oh. go sit down. Um, need- but oh. I'll also be looking at you can breathe, Matt. I'll also be looking at guys, like I said last time we did this show, Matt, was guys like Malcolm Hill. Uh, I'll be looking at as well. Cause I think his minutes are going to increase and his minutes are going to step up as well. Um, so yeah. I get 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 better, Io. We're gonna need you for sure. But in the meantime, between time, y'all better get on the Maddie Legend train, baby, because Maddie Legend is about to be out here doing his thing. <laughs> so I, I had to get that out. <laughs> it's my I Ryan need, all, man. <laughs> I need, I need, I need some Pepto, man. I need. <laughs> or you know what? Maybe. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I'll just drink some bleach or eat some ivermectin. I don't know, but I I, I am. <laughs> oh God! There's a possibility he can hit three or four three pointers. It's a possibility. He can do that. He's a good I'm, shooter. He can do that. All right. I've I am I'm at a loss right now. Hey, let's let's read an ad, shall we? Today's episode is brought to you by Price Picks. NBA fans, we've been telling you for a while now. Oh, Price Picks is a daily fantasy fantasy option that is the best for NBA fans out there. You need to try the award-winning app. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love it, and I know you will too. It's super easy to use. You can pick between two and five players and an over and under on their projections for fantasy points, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry, and it's just you versus those projected numbers. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. It's safe and offers fast 
withdrawals. So use the award-winning PrizePix app on both the App Store and Google Play. PrizePix offers a variety of options, props on anything you can think of, points scored, rebounds, assists, even steals. And it allows mixed sports entries. So you can take the over on Joey Burrow's Super Bowl uh, fantasy points or passing yards and combine it with Trey Young and how many points he's going to score because the Hawks are playing on Super Bowl Sunday. A lot of fun opportunities there. And PrizePix doesn't just offer NBA. They've got options on everything. College basketball, college football, NFL, MLB, soccer, MMA, and much more. For a limited time, PrizePix has an exclusive no-brainer of an offer for all of our listeners. They get $50 free if a player in your first prize pick entry scores a single fantasy point, but you must use code NBA. That's right. This is an exclusive offer available to Locked On Bulls fans. Sign up today and use promo code NBA and get $50 for free if a player in your first prize pick entry scores a single point. So don't wait any longer. Head on over and download the app today. Prize picks. It's daily fantasy made easy. All right, Dave. Um, big, big Woj bombs in the NBA on Tuesday. Kabloom. Kabloom. It's, it's, it's as if today or or yesterday were the trade deadline and not still two days from now. Um, yeah. But but big moves. Okay, first, let's talk about this one. Blazers, Josh Hart, Tomas Sadoransky, Bulls legend, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, <laughs> uh, Didi Luzada, 2022 protected first round pick, two second round picks, and the Pelicans get CJ McCollum, Larry Nance, and Tony Snell. Another Tony legend. Snell, baby. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> uh, so, the, so the Blazers here getting a, a protected first rounder from uh, New Orleans, kind of recouping the one that they have sent on towards the Bulls. Yeah. I don't know if this trade necessarily cements the fact that the Blazers are lottery bound and thus that pick will not translate to the Bulls this season or this upcoming yeah. summer, Dave. I would say that that's maybe first and foremost on the mind of Bulls fans as far as how this yeah. might affect the Bulls. But the other wrinkle there is that the name Larry Nance Jr. is one that Bulls fans were talking about a lot as a potential target if this Blazers team were going to hit the self-destruct button before the deadline and make yeah. all of their players available. Larry Nance Jr. is on the move, but it's not yeah. to Chicago. He's heading to New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, I think that was the name. Uh, like you said, Bulls fans were definitely uh, foaming at the mouth over. Even before he went to Portland, Bulls fans were trying to get Larry right. Nance When he Jr. was a part of that three-way si- uh, Lowry marketing yeah. sign-and-trade deal. Yeah, yeah, trying to get him uh, from Cleveland. So, yeah, he's been on their minds. Uh, he would have been a good fit. We know where he would have fit. He would have been, you know, quite nice coming off the Bulls bench. Would have been a nice little piece to have a uh, guy with his athleticism, with his shooting, uh, with his defense as well. Uh, is a good fit on this team. Um, but it, I guess it just didn't work out for them. You know, New Orleans came through, I guess, with the better offer. He's going to head down there. Uh, that sets up New Orleans kind of solidly. Honestly, C.J. McCollum, Larry Nance Jr., and Zion Williamson, uh, along with Brandon Ingram you know, is a pretty solid damn team. And, and uh, Devontae Graham as well. That's a pretty damn solid team. You know, tough in the West, <laughs> but it's a solid team. So we'll see how it uh, all works out. Solid team and, you know, maybe a little bit of an attempt to convince Zion, hey, we, we're making moves to try and build something here enough. with you. That's I don't know enough. if C.J. McCollum is enough to really do that. No, no offense to C.J. McCollum. And, and no the other thing – 
man, I, I, I had forgotten until this trade went down, but I saw somebody mention it. Have you seen CJ McCollum's contract? Because mm, ugly. Damn. Kinda ugly. Kind of ugly, man. I mean, bring ugly. a decorator in here quick because damn. <laughs> I think escalating, <laughs> I want to say <laughs> it was like, it's like escalating between 30 million and like 35 or 6 million over the next oh, three man. seasons. Oh, yeah. That's a lot. Like, dude, CJ McCollum is a great player. He is. But damn, that's a lot of money to pay CJ McCollum. I mean, especially coming off the injury, you know, the collapsed lung uh, that he was dealing with. He's getting up there, you know, in age. It feels like, you know, these these are moves that you make when you're in, in that, you know, second phase of your career. You know what I'm saying? Like you're on your way to making you, – you might have one more stop in you is what I mean. Like you might have that one more stop where you get traded again to a team that's a contending, you know what I'm saying, and get a shot at a title. But this feels like the second phase um, to where, you know, you're on an okay team, you yeah. know, you can thrive because you're really good at basketball, but I don't know how it translates to wins just because of how competitive and how good the West is uh, and where New Orleans is right now. You know what I'm saying? Like Zion, I don't even know what Zion is doing <laughs> to be right. real with you. I don't even know what's going on with him, man. So that's going to be a big issue as well. But uh, yeah, that's the move that happened. I'm, I'm sure Bulls fans aren't happy about losing Larry Nance Jr. You know, Bulls fans know one mode in in, tra in these trade things, and that's and that's if we didn't get it, we have failed and the, failed miserably. The do-something <laughs> meme is out in full force right now, Dave. Oh, my uh, God. Yes. No. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so McCollum is $30.8 million this season, $33.3 next season, Ooh. and then 23-24, final year of his contract, $35.8 million. Mm. That's uh, that's a lot of cheddar for CJ McCollum. Um, I guess like the other wrinkle of this is will the Blazers continue to just trade everything except for Damian Lillard? And I know some Bulls fans had heard, hey, may maybe the Blazers are even willing to give up Yusuf Nurkic right now if the price is right. I'm I'm here to tell you, no. there is not a Yusuf Nurkic deal that is bringing him to Chicago. That's just not happening. Not happening. They, they might decide to just really, really, really break everything down and rebuild everything around Dame. Right. But even if they are looking over the next 48 hours for a trade with Nurk somewhere, it ain't here. Yeah, and you know what else I find interesting about this, Matt? That he doesn't go to a contending team. Because, you know, during, during these trade times, you know, that's usually what you hear. You know, everybody's in. You heard Philly. You know, of course, you heard the Lakers in this. You're always hearing those teams that just need a piece, and you expect them to make those moves. Right. This time, it's New Orleans. You know what I'm saying? Out of nowhere. And, and I think that's a pretty big shot to the league, that New Orleans is where this prized piece shows up and ends up at, man. Ends up with the Pelicans. Ends up with your boy uh, G.A.R. in effect. So that's just what it is, man. <laughs> Don't even spell it. Don't even spell it. <laughs> We're going to treat uh, him like the bald head man. Okay, I got you. All right, I got you. Yeah. I got you. Who so I'm sure Fair. was somewhere clapping when, when Matt Thomas dove on the ground for that loose ball the other day and gave Io a freaking concussion. You will ah, there you put, go. You will not, there you go. You will not put Matty Lesson in that category with that dude. I won't allow that to happen, Matt. That is not fair. I will take oh. all criticism of him, but you, that that's dirty pool, sir. 
All right. All right. Uh, we, we also have to talk about this crazy trade between the Pacers and Kings and any bulls yeah. wrinkles there. Before we do that, though, Dave, tell the people about the Built Bars. Oh, Bulls fans are freaking out. Bulls fans, you know what? You've freaked out so much. You've been so upset. You spent so much time on the trade machine that you forgot to have yourself something to eat. But then you say, man, I don't want to eat nothing bad. You know, I don't want to get all that in me. I don't need all that sugar. I don't need all that stuff. I got the remedy for you. Built Bar, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, 17 grams of protein, and all of them are covered in 100% real chocolate. Get you some of that low-calorie, high-protein goodness. Mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond. Oh, you all this deliciousness, the raspberry. And Matt, can you please tell them what the flavor of the month will be, sir? Banana cream pie. Ooh. Oh, slap them in the face with it. Built.com. Promo code LOCKS15. Get yourself 15% off that order. That is 15% off your order using the promo code LOCKS15 at Built.com. Built Bar! Get you something to eat. All right. Another big trade went down on Tuesday. The Pacers are trading DeMontis Sabonis, Jeremy Lamb, and Jeremy Lamb to Sacramento <laughs> for Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heald, and Tristan Thompson. Check that. Woj actually meant Justin Holiday when he typed Jeremy Lamb a second time. Um, lots going on here in this trade, Big Dave. But I think most everybody's initial reaction is, did the Kings hire Vladi Divac back? Because holy crap, they got fleeced in this trade. What? is going on in Sacramento. You got rid of Sabonis, I hear it, all right? But a lamb and a holiday got you, my man Buddy Love and Tyrese Halliburton. Halliburton was just the dude that you just knew was never going to be traded, at least not this year or even next year. You just knew it was going to be De'Aaron Fox who was going to be leaving, and they were just Mm going to build around Halliburton and uh, Davion Mitchell, you just you just knew it. It was like, this is what it's going to be. That's going to be their team of the future. Nope. They said, we're going to monkey wrench it. <laughs> we're going to go ahead and say, forget it. They've been trying to get Buddy Hill traded for a while. You right. know, this isn't, I don't think it's surprising that Buddy Hill got trade traded, but it is surprising what he got traded for. That's what's shocking to me. I mean, I think they were glad to get off of Buddy Heald's contract because I think that maybe they realized that that was a contract that was not going to work out all that well for them as far as what they were getting for what they were paying. But yeah, I'm with you. And I think that's what most people feel, which is how do you give up Halliburton? I mean, how? If there's one piece that you were convinced that they were going to hold on to, it was that guy who they realized yeah. they stole what did they take him overall like ninth or tenth or Something like, like somewhere yeah. in that range where yeah. you were still like this guy could have been top three or certainly yeah. top five mm-hmm. he's young i mean they, he's like just absolutely you know blossoming with potential and and you trade him for a, a suboptimal all-star and you know look sabonis fitting in with some of these other pieces that they kept Mm-hmm. I, I can see it. And, you know, now the, the, now the question begs, does this mean they're holding on to Harrison Barnes? Because they like combining mm-hmm. Harrison Barnes and Sabonis and some of these other pieces that they have. Mm-hmm. Bulls fans who are thinking front court depth, front court depth, front court depth, the two names that are over there still, 
that are intriguing are Rashawn Holmes, native, and Marvin Bagley, who they're mm-hmm. trying to trade, who's been demanding a trade, et cetera, et cetera. And the guy they shipped over to Indiana, Mr. Tristan mm-hmm. Thompson, and whether or not the Pacers are, in fact, interested and intend on keeping him or if he might become a post-trade buyout candidate now. Those three names, Big Dave. Any thoughts? Yeah. Yeah. The the one for me was the Tristan Thompson one because, you know, I've been talking about him a lot uh, on this show and any podcast I've been on. I just see the fit for him. So he was when I saw he went in the trade, my first thought was that looks like a buyout. Um, and I and I don't know if it's going to happen. I asked uh, Tony East from uh, Locked On Pacers uh, how he felt about it. He just wasn't sure uh, what their next moves were. So uh, and also uh, go check out Tony East on Locked On Pacers for the latest updates on this trade and following that stuff. And also my man, Matt George over at Locked On Kings, because I'm sure Poor he's George. losing his Poor mind. Matt George. <laughs> my man is Matt losing his mind, dog. All right. But. I'm sure they're happy in some senses. Maybe over in Sacramento, I mean, you get, you know, you get some bonus. You know, he was one of the prize pieces people wanted. You get him over there. Like you said, I don't know if they're going to combine him with Harrison Barnes or not, but putting him with De'Aaron Fox can't hurt. You know what I'm it, it can't hurt at all doing something like that. But as far as the Bulls are concerned, yeah, man, like nine, what, what is he, $9 million, Tristan Thompson? Something like that that he's making? It just feels like that buyout. You know, it just feels like that guy. It just doesn't feel like he's long for Indiana. It just doesn't feel like Tristan Thompson in Indiana is where it's going to be. Like, I just don't feel that fit right there. So that's going to be interesting to watch, I think, in the next uh, few days coming up, if they make that move with him or not. Uh, Rashawn Holmes, Matt, like, that's going to be interesting, too. Um, I don't know what they want for him, but it seems like, I don't know, like, it didn't take a lot to get Tyrese Halliburton outside, right? of, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was like, dude, Rashawn Holmes is unattainable because he's, you know, a player in his prime. And I would say on a fairly team-friendly contract, I checked this morning, he's got three years and about 36 left on his contract. Mm-hmm. After this season, he's still got three more for a combined $36 million. Okay. Not easy for the Bulls to bring that on. Um knowing that they've got Zach Levine coming up. They've got, right. you know, a decision on Kobe White and a potential extension there. That's that's a, a lot of money to to give a, yet another role player because they're already paying Alex Caruso, a role player, a pretty good chunk of change. In addition mm-hmm. to the Lonzo contract, the Vooch contract, the DeMar contract, et cetera, et cetera. The Bulls got a lot of money on the book. So that, that would be the question is whether or not the Bulls front office wants to make that financial commitment for a role player like Holmes. And if they could sell it to ownership, those are those are two key yeah. questions there. Um, as far as Tristan Thompson, yeah, I think he's on the second year of a two-year eighteen mil. So yeah, you're right, like right around mm-hmm. yeah, so nine point seven um, this season, and so he's on an expiring deal. He'll be unrestricted free agent, definitely buyout candidate. I'm just saying this. I've made my peace with Lavar Ball being in and around Chicago. I do not need a Kardashian family baby daddy associated with the bulls i don't i don't need it i don't want it get away stay away that dude is on the front page of tmz every other freaking day dave i don't need it i understand that and i hear your point and i usually it's usually my rule is i steer clear of a kardashian when he's in play family is poison straight poison they're poisoning the minds of americans you know you say what what happened this week on your kardashian gotta keep up 
Gotta keep up with the Kardashians. Oh, my God. Gouge my eyes out with a freaking spoon. A rusty, rusty spoon. Oh, he's having a day. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm having a day, Dave. He's having a day. <laughs> oh, and I'm sure locked on Bulls oh. fans know this, Matt, very well. Yo, you know what? Fans. Fix that. I'll just, find, I'll just read on TMZ about which Kardashian sister Tristan Thompson knocked up this time. God. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Let it out, Matt. It's all right. <laughs> let it out. It's okay, man. It's all right. It's okay. It's all right. Here's the problem, Matt. <laughs> I'm struggling. <laughs> I know. Here's the problem. Beggars can't be choosy, man. Uh, we just can't be. We can't be choosy. We can't. We can't be. Like, we need help <laughs> at that position. We need size. We need athleticism. We need We need defense. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they need these things. He provides all of that. He really does. You need you need veteran help. You need somebody who who can call out defenses and communicate like that. Like that's what he does. Like it, literally, that's what he does. So that's why I look at him as a guy who can really help the Chicago Bulls right now, like today, as far as their defense. He doesn't sure up all the problems, obviously, or anything like that. But he can improve it as far as the communication and as far as guarding the big guys inside um, and giving guys like uh, Tyler Cook. You don't have to see as much and, and put as much on his shoulders uh, when you got a guy like Tristan Thompson out there. So, yeah, man, you you need you kind of need this. I think he falls in the category of candidates who you and I are on the same page of being more likely than the Bulls making a trade like the ones that we saw on Tuesday, right. where Correct. several Correct. key names are switching teams. Correct. And and you're talking about draft capital in addition to players moving from team to team. Right. You and I are in agreement in that the far more likely adjustment or tweak that AK and Eversley might make to this roster between now and Thursday um, it is a minor trade or or even more likely than a minor trade buyout candidates. Right. So right. Thompson, if the Pacers do decide that that's what they want to do with him, would get lumped into that category. And then, you know, along the similar lines, we saw a report on Tuesday that the Spurs – are looking like they might be coming to an agreement on a buyout with yeah. our old pal Thadjik, uh, Thadjik mm. Johnson, aka Thad Young. The Crushing key there, hopes. though, is that <laughs> if the if the if the Spurs just uh, agree to a buyout with him, the Bulls can't have him. They Correct. would need to trade him to a different team, and then that mm. team would have to come to a buyout agreement with Thad in order Correct. for the Bulls to pick up the phone and call Thad Young. Um, I would love, would love to love. see that name in a Woj bomb yeah. that is involved in any trade to anywhere between now yeah. and Thursday afternoon. And then that, and then the the sub the, the follow-up tweet, such and such team plans on agreeing to a buyout with Thad Young. And yeah. then Zach Levine will call up his buddy and be like, hey man, come on back. We could use that. <laughs> like we sure could use could. some. Not just as the player, I'm just saying we can use some of that good mojo around here. You know what I'm saying? Dealing with all the injuries and things that we had. We could we could use some of that. So if you want to hold out that Hope Bulls fans, okay. It's 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 a long shot for sure. No doubt about it. It's more likely that he gets bought out, and and then that's just the case of, of it. But it's a possibility that the trade could be made, and then the buyout could happen that way, and then we can, you know, answer some of these questions, you know, they can deal with it then because yeah i would love them man now we love to have them i think i'm gonna i keep trying to tell bulls it's it's not that i'm against <laughs> having that young on the team i want that young on the team 
it, I just don't see how it works out that way that we get that young because of the rules that are in place. That's all. Right. Uh, okay. So that's that. Two big trades. We'll see if more big trades are on the way between now and Thursday afternoon. Before we get out of here, Dave, uh, you wanted to touch on the most recent NBA power rankings. Power. Um, and, and it was the ones from NBA.com, I believe, that are the ones that you have uh, yeah. a, bo- a bone to pick with, perhaps? Not a bone, but just I'm bothered a little bit. Just bothered a little bit. Um, on the list, the Bulls are not in the top 10 of the rankings, mm-hmm. which is understandable, which is fair. I don't like it. But, you know, I get it. It makes logical sense. Uh, their decline and their slide, uh, six and nine over their last 15, I get, I get it. You know what I'm saying? It makes sense. Defense has been dead last over those past 15 games. We understand it, you know, the decline. And even with Io getting injured, uh, yeah, none of that helps. None of this is healthy and none of it helps. I believe they have them at 12 uh, right about now. The Bulls are at 12. My issue with it, is the team they have in front of the Chicago Bulls. And that is the Denver Nuggets. That's my issue right there. Like, I, I get it. You want the Bulls aren't playing well. They aren't doing those things. Get it. Fine. They're falling. Cool. That the Denver Nuggets are 29 and 24. <laughs> like, why how do you have that ahead of the Chicago Bulls? Who are still, regardless of all the bad things and all the things that have happened and gone down like that. Still a top three team in the Eastern Conference. Still, what, a game from being number two. Still, like, you know, a, a couple, what, a game and a half, Matt? Is that, is that right? A game and a half from being out of first place? Am I right about this? Correct. Correct. You're, what? <laughs> and, and what chance do they have from getting anywhere close to anything like that? Like, they're not catching Phoenix. Denver they're is currently 14 games back of the number one seed Phoenix. What are we doing here? What but, are we doing here? You know, Phoenix has 43 wins. Miami leads the East with 35 right now. I understand all of this. Then tell me about the second place team. <laughs> like they got going on with the Golden State Warriors. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not like it's, it's it's not like it's close. I mean, they're sixth. They're sixth in the West. And usually you would accept that in the past, Matt, because usually sixth in the West meant third in the East. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's not like that this year. Six in the West is six in the West. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just how that goes right now. Um, Yeah, man, I just don't see how they have them higher than the Bulls. And they fail from where they had them ranked last. They were seventh, and they put then they fell to 11th. How they aren't below the team that is third in the Eastern Conference, I just do not get. They are a half game out of second place. I just don't get that. That, that just is what doesn't make any sense to me. Don't tell me about Nikola Vucevic. I got DeMar DeRozan, all right? Don't tell me about that stuff, all right? So I, I don't get it. I just don't get it. You, you, mean, uh, you mean Nikola Jokic? Like I they, ha- they, yeah, they, they, they yeah. have an MVP Jokic. candidate and we don't, and you're saying, well, we do, and his name's DeMar DeRozan. That's what you're saying? That's exactly what I'm saying. Okay, yeah, fair, fine, whatever. In those 15, these last 15 games where the Bulls are 6-9, and nine, they, mm. they are 23rd in net rating 23rd mm-hmm. i keep going they're, they're they're certainly not a top 10 team i I, I, I would be hard pressed to make the argument for the bulls being a top 15 team in the nba this week this mm-hmm. week power rankings this week mm-hmm. i'm putting the Bulls somewhere around 20 seriously 
Oh my goodness! So you got the, the, so you saying the nets are better? Like what? Do you, <laughs> you can't do that. Like, dude, you're moving the nets up if you do that, man. And then no, I can't accept that. Then you're moving the nets up. They lost eight in a row. You can take all your defensive ratings and other ratings. Losing is the one that they're doing, and you can't put losing ahead. You just can't do that. No, no, absolutely not. I won't accept that. Sorry. Nope. No. 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 <laughs> I just and, and look simultaneously. So those were NBA.com's rankings that had the Bulls twelfth. Yeah. Mm. ESPN's NBA Power rankings that came out Monday had the Bulls sixth, sixth mm. between mm. the three best teams in the West and then yeah. Miami and Milwaukee. And I was like, really? Yeah, I wouldn't for, have for, for all the yammering Bulls fans do about how disrespected they are by na- national media and mainstream media. They got this shorthanded joke of a bull squad right now, right? Sixth. We got guys Look. catching bodies. We got guys in casts and wheelchairs. And Oh, no, it's the Bulls are still the sixth best team in the NBA. Not right now. They aren't. That's a freaking joke. <laughs> that is a sixth, sixth in the NBA. That is a joke. Oh, yeah. They're so closer to 26th than sixth right now. Oh, that's a lie. <laughs> no, man. no, 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 no. I won't accept that either. But I do agree they shouldn't be sixth. I agree with that. I definitely agree with that, man. But damn, dude, 26th? Come on. I understand they're bad. I get this. We just saw them. We just – I shouldn't even say bad. I shouldn't even say bad. I shouldn't say that their defense is bad and they're playing bad because they're still outscoring opponents, all right? They're still putting them points on the board. They just don't have the defense to stop these guys yet, which is the only issue right now. It's not that they can't put the ball into the bucket. They can do that. <laughs> pretty big freaking issue <laughs> it's an issue it's definitely an issue matt it's not it can still win is my point they can still pull off victories with this with this issue that they have i still got demar i still got zach i still got Vooch. i can still put off victories in this league with those kind of three until everybody kind of gets back i can still do that yeah I can still hold it down matt they ain't, ain't lost eight in a row i hate that talk because it's it makes it seem like the bulls have lost like 10 straight you know what I'm saying? Like, like nobody's playing. Like, DeMar ain't starting in the freaking all-star game. Like, Zach Levine is averaging 12 points. You know what I mean? Like, it just makes it like, – get out of here with that. Like, we got it. We struggling. We going through that. I feel that. That is the truth. The struggle is for real. But, damn it, we are still third. Damn it, we are still there. It's a game-by-game thing for me, man. That's the only way I can take this. I'm not, I'm not going to ride this out. Like, like this team is the Nets right now. The, would you rather be the Bulls or the Nets? What you want to be? You want you want to look good losing? You know what I'm saying? Like, or you or you want to win ugly? What you want to do? You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to win. The Nets, the Nets still have three dudes named KD, Kyrie, and Harden. I mean, and Harden, Harden ain't even playing. Yeah. <laughs> they got they Nets, got one, they got one dude. He's so <laughs> Harden. Uh, you know, has been dealing with whatever the most recent nagging injury is that's kept him out of it. He's not going to play in their game uh, Tuesday night. Yeah. But some people are kind of, you know, tossing some whispers around there that maybe it's because they are talking, are talking yeah. about our moving Harden. And, and and meanwhile, there's there's that other report from the Athletic that was like, oh, Daryl Morey and the Sixers are convinced that Harden's not signing to stay in Brooklyn this summer. So. Why, why don't you just send him our way now? Just say, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll take him off your hands for you and help you yeah, through man. this difficult time. Would you like a Ben Simmons? <laughs> My God. Although, dude. Uh, Harden and Embiid? Monstrous. Woo. 
that could and be then, a problem. And, and then if, if Ben Simmons gets his mind right and, and it's committed, and then you got the problem. him with KD and Kyrie. Also, I just saw something about that Brooklyn and, and New, like New York City ordinance, whatever, might be considering mm-hmm. lifting whatever rule that is right now that's uh, prohibiting Kyrie from playing in their home games. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying. Yes, they're on an eight-game losing streak right mm-hmm. now, but anyone writing off the Nets right now is a freaking moron. I tell you that, oh, you that and right. I know that you are not a moron, Dave. I'm not writing them off, man. We're talking about this week in the power rankings. This is where this discussion is is right yeah. now. We're not talking about what they could be. We're talking about where they at in the power rankings. And right now, the Bulls ain't near the Nets. Is <laughs> right now is what I'm saying. Net later on when they get healthy and all these other things. Yeah, we understand what the Nets are. But remember, this eight-game losing streak is also taking place with Kyrie playing, too. Kyrie and Harden were playing together. They still were losing. There's something going wrong with that team. You know what I'm saying? With that. Like, the chemistry just really ain't there right now for them. So, they're going to get it together. The answer is Kevin Durant. The same as our answer with the defense is Alex Caruso and Lonzo Ball. It's still, these are the answers to the questions. We get that. But, man, we ain't there, dog. We ain't eight in a row bad. (laughs) All right? We ain't that bad. Not eight in a row. Not not a whole lot better, in my opinion. Um, better. <laughs> anyway, look at this. We're we're well past forty minutes now because sorry, of arguing sorry. about silly fun things like power <laughs> rankings and whether right. or not the Brooklyn Nets are a trash team. Uh, argue with this. Argue with this. Wait, yeah. stop it. <laughs> stop. We gotta we gotta get out of here. Um, if anything major happens with the Bulls uh, as far as the NBA trade deadline between now and Thursday afternoon, we will hop on and provide an emergency podcast episode for you guys. Um, if nothing major breaks between now and tomorrow, well, look for our next episode in your feed tomorrow. In the meantime, you can chat with us on Twitter, whatever you want. I am at Bulls underscore Peck. Dave is at Bow, BAWL Sports. We are at Lockdown Bulls. And send us text and voicemail to that number, 331-979-1369. That's Big Dave. I'm Matt. Feel better? Red be good. (laughs) Matt Thomas. Ah.